0: Good afternoon, and welcome back to the EJS Show on the Liberty Block, which is being recorded live and will be available shortly after its conclusion as a podcast. We invite anyone listening to this podcast to join us live on Zoom or by phone, and we invite questions, comments, and feedback through our email address at Show at Protonmail.com. Good afternoon.
1: Hi Jody. Hi hey. Steve. Hey y'all. I'm uh, I'm down here in Macon, Georgia, and you know you can't get away from here without getting this southern drawl. So hope y'all don't mind. I'm recording today from Lake Tobosovsky. Yeah, and it's glorious. And I got to tell you, these people are the nicest people. The yes ma'am, the no ma'am. So I don't think they mind. They they take it as the compliment that it is that I'm going to garner me a southern drawl today.
0: Jodi, you did not pick up that drawl in two hours.
1: <laughs> we'll see.
0: That's awful good.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Wow. So now we got, we got two Southerners and two Northerners today.
1: There you
0: go. Okay. Jodi, you're officially a Georgia peach.
1: There you go. I like it. I like it a lot.
0: <laughs> Very good. So among the things we have to mention, just because we have to mention, is the Hunter Biden N-word tirade. Um, I hate talking about the hypocrisy in the press, but it's almost impossible not to talk about the hypocrisy in the press, such as how long would anyone in the entire world survive having that going on against him? If anybody wants to quickly comment on that.
2: How many who could have survived the Hunter Biden laptop? I mean, this is less than the laptop Um, there. I'm going to disagree right away with you, Ed.
0: I don't think it's ever considered less than anything. It's to me it always seems like that's the highest crime in America today. You don't think so?
2: The laptop showed treason. Yeah, and the
0: constitution would have that as a higher crime. But today it seems like the only unforgivable sin is the M word. I'm glad you don't see it that
3: right. Not if it's in a rap song.
0: Not it's if dancer, it's in a rap who says song. It. And depends who says it, but if if a Republican would have said it in any context, how many people have like lost their jobs because they quoted somebody as saying, Mm -hmm. even in the context of, I would never say it or in the context of reading, God forbid, a Mark Twain book.
1: Yeah. So- I don't don't remember where I saw it or who, it was a a Democrat basically saying, look, we don't go after president's children. So Hunter Biden's off limits. Uh, really? Where was that for four years of Trump there?
0: Because it only works with every other president. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And then I got to mention this Yale law uh, medical school psychiatrist who dreams of unloading a revolver into the head of a white person. Uh,
2: Not just the head of one white person shooting lots of them.
0: Any white person. Yep. I, I can't Again, like you know, the joke if they had they didn't have double standards, they wouldn't have any. A, the double standard issue, B, the peaceful separation issue. How do people coexist when there are people who can publicly say such a thing?
1: Yeah,
0: I thought they didn't like guns either. Good point, excellent point. I guess that's why she didn't say an assault rifle, but that's a very good point. So,
1: excellent,
0: excellent. Um, in well, the what
1: hipot- else is
0: new, right? What's that? Yeah, In the what hypocrisy file, Twitter condemning Nigeria for saying an open internet is an essential human right. When anyone stops laughing, would you please comment?
3: Right. <laughs> well, that, that dovetails with last week with the healthcare issue with the family that wanted to take their child outside the country, outside the UK, and they said no. So healthcare is, is supposed to be a right, but apparently it's not. and.
0: <laughs> you know? I, but Twitter's Twitter saying it when Twitter blocked out the president of the United States I mean <laughs> even Nigeria is laughing in their face you know we spoke a whole bunch of weeks ago about why do they ridicule us and we're not successful at ridiculing them this if anything yeah. is right for ridicule
1: oh yeah listen I say we gotta, we gotta bring the same kind of game they're using and we've got to bring that forward Right?
0: It's a good so, example. Ed, a thought?
1: Call it what it is.
2: I think you've all said it well. I mean, hypocrisy is just the, the order of business for, the, for these people.
0: And, and how do we turn the ridicule on them? Because it really, there's almost no limit to it. So, oh. which, you know, that dovetails to Facebook, <laughs> I love this, increasing the suspension of the president to two years, where they're gonna dangle him on a string forever not to mention, I think it's pretty stupid since why in the world is anybody gonna wait two years?
2: I think that the ridicule doesn't need to be targeted just as uh, you know proportionate response. I think that the purpose of ridicule, as, as Alinsky wrote in, the, in Rules for Radicals, you just ridicule them no matter what they say. I mean, I think that you need to have a meta judgment that they're just completely unreasonable people and insofar as they say something that might otherwise not be worthy of ridicule, it's the equivalent of a broken clock being right twice a day. I would ridicule them no matter what they say because they call us racist no matter what we say, they attack us no matter what we say. And we, we can't, I think that, you know, trying to you know, pigeonhole exactly what kind of ridicule we need to make on this particular subject sort of misses the point, I think. I think they should just be ridiculed period.
0: Okay, I think you're making a great point as always. Um, So you're saying we don't have to wait for however she pronounces her name to say she's never been to Europe to ridicule them.
2: (laughs) Right. Well, you know,
1: sorry, go ahead. No,
2: you go Jody. I
1: was gonna say, like notice again, when they're ridiculing us, the focus is not on them and what they're actually doing that is damaging to society. So I think it's a deflection. And I think well, we should not defend ourselves from their ridicule because then it keeps the focus on us and turn it back and say, wait, look at what you're doing. Look what you but are notice,
2: doing. Notice that their ridicule on us is never ever based in actual fact. So, abstract and, 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 and that's part, and, and that's part of the problem because we always try and defend ourselves with facts And they're busy laughing at us because it was never based on fact in the first place. And that's why I'm saying, you know, to look at them, you know, to look at some outrageous thing they've done and try and ridicule them based on the facts. I mean, sure, that's that's legitimate, but it it misses the point of the ridicule. The the, what makes uh, the ridicule effective is to do it when the underlying facts don't even address it, you know, because then uh, uh... how do you respond to it?
1: I'm saying I think the point on our side needs to be because when we respond with defending ourselves, we're still talking about us and their ridicule against us. I think what we need to do is go back. It's the offense-defense game. We need to go on offense. The more we defend against their charges, the more everybody's focused on us and the charge. And it needs to shift to focus on them and the charges against them
0: i agree with both of you and it's not like they don't give us ammunition anyway
1: exactly
0: but i do agree with you ed which goes to the slightly more serious issue for the attorneys among us ted cruz saying that that facebook censoring the covid information may be actionable and that's coming from a qualified attorney have anything any thoughts did you see the article
2: I saw no, the wait, article. No, wait, what did
1: my, you say? Maybe what?
2: Ed, can you explain act, it? He, Ted Cruz said that it might give rise to a cause of action. It might be something that people could sue Facebook over. And I, I saw that I saw that article. And my first question, or the, the question I had when I read that article was, what are your damages? There's I was going to ask that. I've been well-trained by you.
1: Okay, so um, can you not, is there not like... I don't know. I got to think about it, but surely there were damages. Huh? I got to think about it, but surely there were damages.
2: Well, isn't before really? damages standing find. is the issue, right?
1: Kids no, I people- mean, the
2: standing is, is easy. You know, if they shut down your speech, you know, that's that you have standing to challenge their actions against you. The problem is, you know, what damn, you know, what monetary damages can recompense you
0: okay so we're talking where I put up something saying hydroxy could cure people Facebook censored it yes so I have standing in the sense that what you I, sound did, like a white- I didn't take hydroxy what's what's my standing
2: your standing is that you th- that there's a real controversy between you namely were they did they have the right to take your speech down that's that's your standing I mean you they, they may or may not have the right but I think you have standing to make the case that they didn't have the right to take your speech down.
1: Oh, what I have question, one. Question, huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
2: What, what I question is: suppose that they didn't have the right, are you going to get a million dollars, two million dollars? What is your What are your damages? I mean, damages have to be measurable and related to the harm caused. I don't know. Right. I don't know what damages there would be.
1: All right. So maybe there were people whose sites were demonetized. For the purposes of shutting that down.
2: Even those people, I mean, those people would have a better claim for damages, but it's a little bit speculative to say how much people would have donated to you. You really don't know.
1: Well, maybe they have a history of here's here's how much money I made. I mean, does it have to be a certain substantial amount or can it be any amount? Look, you lost me money. Could it be a low amount of money and still be a valid case?
2: Yes, it, as long as there's some ascertainable amount, I think you have a valid case and you have a valid but claim for maybe, damages.
1: Maybe you could find a class action suit of people who were demonetized based on that subject.
2: Um possibly, I mean the I'm damages would be stuff out there. The, the damages would be d- uh, distinct for every individual person and with with class actions you need you know, common facts and and the common issues have to predominate over the individual issues. But you can, I mean, there are class actions where people just submit their damage claims at the end and they get paid that way through a fund. Um, It's an interesting idea. It might, you know, there might be something to it. I mean,
0: I've gotten up to 27 cents from class action suits. Right. I think what Jody's mentioning is it's not the damage for taking down my post It's because I posted, they ended up taking down my entire Facebook page and those types of things. And then people really do lose a lot of money from those.
1: Well, you know, and part of it is, you know, politics is perception, right? So that lawsuit, if it can move forward, even if it doesn't yield a lot of damages, if you can at least move it forward (laughs) just for the perception of the egregiousness of the you know, well, why shutting take, down of speech.
2: Why don't we take the easiest case? Why don't we take the case of Trump? Right? I mean, he's, he's well known. It was clearly a, a, a wrong, I, I think a wrong thing to do. But, you know, did he lose money based on being taken down? I mean, I could even see an argument that maybe he <laughs> may, became more popular among his base and among his followers after he got punished, after he got taken down. So, How are you going to quantify how much money he lost based on him being taken down? All right. For anybody, sure for anybody
0: who didn't know this, Ted Cruz, despite many invitations, does not belong to Liberty Block. And he's not usually given hyperbole. Um, I would think <laughs> he didn't just yes. that. um Is he talking more about, because his thing was Facebook was doing this, you know, in conjunction with the government. Is he talking more about civil rights violation lawsuits than... Damage lawsuits?
2: Um, he didn't say that in the in the article that I read. Um, I suppose that if that were the case, I mean, civil rights lawsuits are usually against government officials. Um, I'm not sure. I'm I mean, again, sure you, you know, did.
0: the article is secondhand, obviously, and doesn't cover everything, but His whole point was he was latching on to the fact that now we know Zuckerberg was doing this in cahoots with a government official. So it's not just Facebook. Right. Well, that's
2: something that we've been talking about for for a year now. Yeah. Like I said,
0: he doesn't belong to them. Right. But again, I mean, would you agree with me? He's not usually given hyperbole.
1: And he's
2: a politician, so. What'd you say, Jody?
1: I was going to say, if he's, you know, being a politician, isn't that always a little bit of hyperbole?
2: I think he's he's usually pretty precise, but I think that (laughs) I I, I get the sense from Ted that he's a little bit uh, struggling to try and navigate between being an effective politician and being an effective lawyer. Yeah. And I'm not sure he quite, you know, I'm not sure he quite gets it yet. And I, I don't, you know, again, I, I love Ted. I worked on his campaign in 2016. Um, I don't think he's a bad guy or a bad politician, but I, I just think that there's a. A I don't know. A, a, he's just a little bit off note sometimes.
0: You mean it's kind of flitting between the two roles and the tension between them?
2: I guess. I mean, you know, politicians lie as a matter of course. They engage in hyperbole as a matter of course. And that's not Ted's um, forte. But I think that he realizes he needs to be a little more grandiose sometimes. But I don't think he quite is good at it yet. I don't think that's what I take. That's how I take it.
0: better, Better lawyer than politician, but realizing he needs a little bit more politician.
2: That's how I take it. Yeah.
3: I mean I, I, I feel like he is kind of being a little political with that too. I'm not saying he's wrong about the statement, but I, I think Ted Cruz wouldn't mind being the uh, you know the figurehead the leader of the party you know after after Trump you know I, I mean it kind of knocked him back a bit after the last primary, presidential primary. but this is a way to ingratiate himself to the right to go after the social media companies. so. Yeah. You
2: know, but the problem with it, I mean the, the policy, problem, Mike, yeah. the problem, Mike, is that every time he does something to try and ingratiate himself more with the right, it's obvious that he's trying to ingratiate himself. I mean, DeSantis has been ingratiating himself to the right, and it doesn't seem like he's trying to, you know, coddle up at all. He's just being a man. I think that's and a good point. I don't think it's... you can separate it out.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, I, I like Ed's point. I think Ed's making a great point. And you know, I want to move to the uh, one of the other subjects because it is exactly what Ed brought up. Now, you now talking about my file of fighting back and who's winning, and apparently the cruise industry bent to Ron DeSantis's uh, masculinity here, and they gave in and they said they will not demand passports. So is he toxic. Was, max,
3: masculinity?
0: I'm sorry. Does I was going to say toxic. <laughs> And it's interesting well, when you because fight, you my, knowledge, my knowledge of DeSantis is he doesn't project the same, I hate to use masculine strength as Cruz very often, but like Ed said, DeSantis is definitely being the most manly man in this entire issue. And he yeah. got him to back down because he's not backing down.
2: Well, didn't one of the cruise lines say they're going to move to, to Texas? The only thing I saw
0: was the one article where a cruise line is backing down. I don't know if, if there was another one to say they're going to leave and good luck in Texas, because the other story i had put up today was that Abbott has said, we're going to start arresting all the illegal immigrants for coming across the border. So another one who's finding a little bit of his masculinity. So oh wait,
4: that was Kamala Harris.
2: That was Kamala Harris. Well, let me, let me, let me disagree slightly on that one, Steve. I mean, what, what Abbott said was all well and good. I have no, disagreement with it, but why does he need to say it? Just do it.
1: I'm sorry, back up, what did
0: Abbott say? I'm gonna answer that with Ed's comments. Abbott is doing what you just said Cruz does, whereas DeSantis is naturally standing up and therefore ingratiating himself with the right. Abbott is somebody who's sucking up. That's how I see it.
2: Right, exactly, and by sucking up, I take that to mean he's all talk or mostly talk and no action or little And action. he's,
0: he's notice me, notice me, I'm also on the right wing. Whereas DeSantis, you're making a great point. DeSantis is just doing what you need to do.
4: I mean, Abbott well, talks, DeSantis does, but Abbott just talks. I think Abbott is just, you know, maybe like a, a rhino who talks like he's conservative when it benefits him, but I don't think Abbott's a good conservative by any means in, in any way that I know of.
0: Well, somebody who has to say, notice me, I'm conservative, isn't as conservative as a guy like DeSantis, who is just doing it. And right.
1: right. So I so, think that's
0: an interesting point.
1: So maybe we have found a principled conservative in DeSantis. That that you know that uh, diamond in the rough. I mean, and you know.
2: Yes, Jody, but come, it's only been know. it's only been about yeah. six to nine months. Let's, no, I let's see They'd him.
1: I say there's time to come, but right now, maybe.
2: You know, Christy Noem had about a a six month honeymoon too, but her true colors came out.
4: I've already heard that DeSantis is raising taxes and doing lots of other bad things, by the way.
0: (laughs) Well, I would say DeSantis is probably the most popular governor today among the right wing. And you're right, will it last or not? And will people look at his pre-COVID history? Good question. But he's definitely shown the most cojones he, also, the way oh he reacts God. to the press has been fantastic. He
4: shoots it right back at them. Yeah, he, the he's the only I'm one like... I've seen who fights like Trump because Trump fights back, but DeSantis <laughs> is not a dog and not like retarded, for lack of a better word, like Trump is. Yeah. DeSantis is tough enough, yeah, you, but Trump you just, is, but you just, totally. You just stole like my Trump.
1: thought. That's exactly the thought I was
4: going to make. If you're looking
3: for somebody that has certain Trumpian qualities, but isn't
0: like Trump character-wise. he's a,
1: he's a reagan God.
0: trump right was not it one of the Mar- Marx brothers, I forget, who said, you know, it's all about sincerity and when you can fake that, you've got it made. I don't remember exactly whose quote that was. I don't think <laughs> oh, that Dantas makes- is faking his sincerity. I think he, again, I'm not being pessimistic. I think he's somewhat growing into the position or at least making it look that way and finding that it suits him. And I hope I'm right.
1: Wait, can I just say, if you can fake sincerity, isn't that technically called acting?
0: Yeah, exactly. But that's why it's a joke.
4: But yeah, I think DeSantis... the, why, the that's why Democrats and
1: the it. media or the entertainment industry get along so well. They're all acting.
4: Well, every politician is an actor to some extent.
1: So I'm saying that's why Hollywood loves them. They're all in the same uh, business. They all do the same business. It's just right. Unless they're the rare
0: unless they're the rare gem that has some principles. You don't get the sense that DeSantis is faking it right now. Does anybody get that idea?
1: No.
2: No, I don't get that.
0: So I think he in a sense he's growing into it, at least for the moment. And by the way, it's awful easy when you're sincere and not a hypocrite. It's awful easy to have answers, unlike the vice president who has to come up with an answer or miss Circleback who has to think about a new lie to come back every time if you believe what you believe then like DeSantis it's very easy to come back at people
4: but it's not easy to fight and he punches back and it's the only politician I've seen in my life besides Trump who punches back and that's that's one of my favorite things about DeSantis
1: I think he's a Reagan-Trump combo a little bit. He's got some Reagan-esque vibes to me, and he's got the Trump sort of, I'm not going to sit quietly and not fight back.
3: There there are other conservatives who probably do punch back, but what DeSantis has going for him is he's a governor, and he wields power that he can show,
1: right? Can I just say what everyone else is thinking? He's also good-looking. I mean that matters. Yeah, that's what Besides
3: I was thinking. thinking that's what, That's sexist. That's very sexist. I'm, I'm offended by that. I just
1: that's
0: to... what I vote for. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Wait, do you mean that he's like neat and articulate, like a certain other president, or what do you mean?
1: I mean he's hot.
0: Really, it's interesting to say that. We're not. We're not going to take a poll of the four um, non-binary. He's all right here. But that, I've that's already taken interesting a poll thought. with
1: my female friends. They all agree. Really? <laughs> um, I agree. Yeah. Well, we, I, see, we see people from the inside out, though. Just so we're clear.
4: Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> we. We. Okay, we're yeah. getting way too many smiles on this. It is interesting because we all Circle know back
4: Christine, to this when we have Christy Nolan on the show. Right.
0: Since, Chris, since Nixon, Kennedy, and TV, we do know appearances do make somewhat of a difference. But then getting back to Ted Cruz, I think- most people would argue he's okay in that, in that area as well. So, in well, any case. Well, there's baldism. There's
4: no bald president elected in the last Really? Years. There is no bald president. Since TV, there's never been a bald president. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What about Plugs Biden? What's that?
0: Wasn't Biden bald? Biden? Yes, yeah. Biden has uh, plugs. They
1: call Biden plug. is
0: going bald, yes. I think it's all it's, fake, it's like all other politicians.
3: Yeah, he had some uh,
4: hair stuff though. Yes. I I didn't know that. Oh yeah, yeah. because you're not not old enough to
0: remember.
3: Hair plugs. Plugs Biden.
4: Plugs Biden. I don't know what that is. I don't have time to look into hair products. (laughs) Okay, I don't know where this
0: uh, show is going today, folks. Um, I wanted to bring up, it's a subject that we've talked about many times, but I put up a, a Facebook thread on a Facebook page called Liberty Minds. And Libertarians are really, really attacking each other about Abbott prohibiting vaccinations in, you know, for, for private businesses in Texas. And this issue is really, really splitting people. We know um, our fearless leader has gotten into major arguments with Libertarians.
4: I've been called some pretty bad names by, by two people who are decently big in Liberty Movement. Um, in the last few days. And one what of they call is a you, very oh.
0: serious person.
4: Four letter words I can't
0: repeat on oh, this show because- okay. um, Right, and right. because yeah. interestingly we enough, so the way I understand it, because of Ed, Elliot has morphed a little bit and moved his position from- percent 180. Right, Go from Ed. the libertarian position that the government should never tell private businesses what they can and cannot do in their own businesses He's moved more to the view of since these businesses are being forced by government to do things, and government is so involved with them anyway, it isn't private business making the determinations. And because Elliot has taken that position, I saw some of the stuff people were writing at him. And one of these pe- one of these people is a very serious, good libertarian person, not a wacko. They're both serious.
4: Jeremy and Jason are both you know considered serious. And they're
0: people. big names, and they're not wackos. And they're unbelievably furious, like this argument that I just saw on Facebook, that any libertarian would back the right of a governor, the authority of a governor, to tell a private business you can't keep out the unvaccinated. So if anybody wants to speak to this one more time.
4: I'll give a quick 30-second summary of why Ed convinced me over the last year. Again, I anarcho-capitalist, voluntarist, literally government shouldn't exist. I I am the most pro-private free market private business, property rights person in the world, because as an anarchist, you can't get more private pro private property than me. That being said, nothing happens in a vacuum. Every decision made here on earth by a business is not being made by the business owner. It's being made by a business owner who has been coerced physically and financially and convinced, coerced by politicians. I'll give you a billion examples. In that article, I have tons of examples. Ed probably knows a million more. For instance, the government gives PPP loans and other stuff and higher reimbursement rates for Medicare for a certain procedures. That's going to happen more if. if. They won't if they give unemployment insurance to your company's employees if they don't want to work because you have no mask mandate, you're going to do a mask mandate not because you want to, but because the government coerced you to financially. If the government gives you a 17 million dollar PPP loan, that's a forgivable loan after 17 months, but only if you have vaccine passports and don't let unvaccinated, dirty heathens like us into your store. They're going to ban the unvaccinated and require vaccine passports. Is it because the private business? No, because like financially, no, but they're
1: saying maybe you know they're going to catch you
4: nothing happens in vacuum. All these decisions that every the contract, private, private person makes I mean, happens because...
3: Jody, the we're getting, Jody you might want to mute yourself for a
4: second.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, guys. That's
4: all right. So yeah, there are so many examples. There, there are a lot that are already happening, and there are a lot that can happen potentially or that might be happening behind the scenes that we don't know about yet. But every time a private, uh, uh, so-called private business does a decision, you have to think, who influenced them for that decision? Either explicitly or implicitly. Um, We know in China, the CCP is pretty open about how they own 51% of of a lot of businesses. In the US, it's a little bit more uh, inconspicuous because they kind of public-private partnership, MTA, which is government and other stuff. And almost every company, I would argue, every company in the entire United States is either run by the government or very influenced by the government, public-private partnership, they call it. That's why I put that image in the article. They say public-private partnership, like it's a good thing, that's the worst thing. That's literally the definition of fascism, is it not, Ed?
2: Yeah. I mean, and, you know, you got to look at how much the government has put its thumb on the scale. And, you know, the the you talk about a level playing field, there isn't a level playing field. And that's not necessarily an argument for for making it more uneven. It's just recognizing the facts of reality. You can't just let the government distort the market for uh, you know, whether we're going to allow people to have masks, right? I mean, 15 months ago, maybe it was okay to say, you know, let a business decide whether they have masks or not. But after 15 months of propaganda from the government, scaring people, lying to people, you know, uh, censoring information about hydro- hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, uh, we to, to just say, well, We're gonna we're gonna let people make their own decisions based on all this false information that the government has put out there. I I don't think that that's a a reasonable thing to do. Um,
1: Can I just bring up? So what if? And I'm sorry, Ali. I couldn't hear Ali everything you said. But what if the market decides on that situation and you let it play out? People are over the mask thing, and those businesses who do it lose on a market basis.
2: That would be great well I would I would answer you Jody by saying they'll come up there can come a point where the market has sort of been cleansed where the where the the information marketplace has been cleansed of the propaganda that the government has been putting out there does uh, there does come a point where it's okay to let businesses make that decision themselves again but right now to, to just say to go from you know 16 months or 17 however long it's been, that the government has been just not just lying to us, but on a grand scale, day after day. You know, I don't think you can just say, All right, yesterday we were lying to you. Today it's it's up to you to decide whatever you want. I mean, we know how people are gonna decide. I mean, people have been brainwashed. There needs to be an a, a cleansing it depends an un-brain-washing. On the state you're in. What?
1: I kind of think it depends on the state you're in. So, you know, the state I live in there's no question, but if I have the freedom to go to, you know, well, actually I do right now, I can go to the grocery store and I can wear a mask or not wear a mask based on if I've been vaccinated. And I got to tell you about 80% of people in my grocery stores are wearing masks. Now I, I question one of two things, either you weren't vaccinated yet and why not? It's been available for a long time, or you have been vaccinated, and you're still wearing a mask. Now, I go to another state like Georgia, or even Michigan, where where I am often, those people there are like, no, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm just not doing it. And the businesses are, wear a mask, if you...
2: Well, and I, in I, places they're where... They're not even that... And in places where the, the, the brainwashing is less, maybe you're closer to going back to the free market situation that we're talking about. Yeah. I don't think that it's necessarily a nationwide problem. So. But I think I that, agree. I, I, you know, I, to me, I think that, you know, I think that the at the state level to s- at least start off with some liability protections for businesses to even out the playing field is totally reasonable. Sure.
0: Now, I'll just okay. share the post that started that big argument on Facebook. Texas is explicitly infringing on companies' freedom to do what they think makes most sense for their business. Grotesque hypocrisy from a putatively pro-business administration.
2: Without well, where, let me ask you, Steve. It,
0: it where was were a, these
2: people when when these businesses were shut down for a year. Oh, and they were screaming just as much. I mean, we're talking about against
0: government intervention. And I don't even blame them for trying to hold back the rush of government to overwhelm private businesses. And I wish everybody would listen to this show. I actually would love to have some of these people come on the show and state why they don't agree with what they're agreeing. Because I agreed with them six months ago as well. I don't want government intervening in private businesses. I want to be able to let anybody I, w- I want in and be able to keep anybody I want out. So I think there is some education to be had. Unfortunately, people don't like to debate and they start calling each other names. And it's splitting, I, I don't think people on the other side of this argument are bad at all. They may not um, you know, be well guided But I don't think, I'm not talking about the wackos. So wackos are a different thing. Mike, what is your opinion on this issue?
3: So can you explain it again to me so I just have it straight? So Abbott is... He's doing basically
4: what Florida is doing. Abbott supported (laughs) a ban on vaccine passports, saying even private businesses cannot have vaccine passports and discriminate against the unvaccinated. Some libertarians are purists, which is fine, and they say that's an infringement on the decision of a private business owner. What I and my dad are saying now that Ed convinced us is that there's no such thing as a private business because at best every business in the United States is a pro- public private partnership between the fascist government and controlling the market because either implicitly or explicitly, they control everything. And by the way, I didn't even get, get started on lawsuits with what lawsuits are allowed to go forward. For instance, if one person gets sick and then they, they sue every store they visited in the, last, in the last five weeks and those lawsuits are allowed to go forward, Okay, so let me make it you are putting their thumb on the scale, I mean, Mike,
0: Mike. you want to open up a bar and you're opening up a bar and you say only people who are vaccinated can come into my bar because you want to protect your health and the health of your family that you love so much. And you're the afraid government of- comes in, the government comes in and says you're not allowed to do that. Which side of that are you on? Well,
3: my position at the outset of this was that a business should make it up their own decision about that.
4: So if, if they want to keep people out. That's, a, that's up to them. They'll have to live. With not the up conflict. to them. It wasn't their decision. They were coerced. Their arms were twisted what? to make that decision. You're being, they're being, their arms being twisted to let you in. You're saying? No, their arm was twisted. The reason that Mr. Smith made a vaccine passport requirement for his bar is because someone twisted his arm. You realize that? Okay, that's different. I see what
1: you're saying, oh, no, no, Alan. Okay, so they is- won't let lawsuits
4: go forward for anyone suing them for getting sick. Yeah, no, that isn't it. It makes it complicated, upon- right?
1: Ali, is it yeah, then not be- incumbent upon those business owners to to find their la- lawsuit and say no?
4: The I'm courts are coerced. crap. What do you mean? I'm lawsuits?
1: being coerced to this.
4: You know what side the courts are
0: on. Okay, I so know. Mike, Mike, you disagree with that?
1: No,
3: based on what Alu is saying, no, I wouldn't su- support that scenario. I'd be fine with the business making up their own choice, but if they're being coerced, no, no, no. no so we coerced
4: last year with Fauci. Oh with yeah. the paranoia, with the lawsuits going forward, with, with the other stuff and and the all the coercion of, of the money. Oh my God, so much coercion, um, the courts, the propaganda, the money, the loans, the if you understand how unemployment works and what you allow for, there's so much, I can write a book about this. We really have a fascist government where the government controls every business. Right,
0: okay, but what's happening now is the opposite extreme. That's want Ed to reiterate his position. The opposite extreme is, that Mike cannot open up a bar in a safe way for his family. And why are we allowing that? Ed, do you want to reconvince?
2: Well, I mean, I've already, you know, given you part of my answer on it. And that is that the, the government has been, has been biasing what people think about the efficacy of masks and vaccinations. So I don't think that, it's unreasonable to try and have some measure to counterbalance what the government has been doing for the last 16 or so months since March of 2020. Um, but more fundamentally, my, my, my distinction goes back to the Declaration of Independence, honestly. You know, when, when the Declaration says we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and they're endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And libertarians focus on liberty. And conservatives focus on life. Sometimes promoting life means restricting liberty in certain ways. And whether it's allowing people to post things on Facebook or whether it's allowing people to buy things from Mr. Smith's bar. if, if it's in the interest of furthering life, I'm okay with, with that decision, even though it restricts some people's liberty. Um, and that's, I think a fundamental difference difference between conservatives and libertarians. A libertarian would say, no, liberty is the paramount val- value and you can't have life without liberty. And, and my response to that would be liberty is one of the most important instruments of, of, life but it's not the only one and sometimes liberty when it turns libertine can lead to self-destructive acts and destruction.
0: Okay, but so. in Mike's case, in Mike's case, um, he's arguing for the right to protect his life. He just wants the liberty to decide that he doesn't want people who may be sick in his business. So he's on the side of life and liberty. Why should the government have the right okay, to Okay, but then you people. have to
2: look. You have to make a, an evaluation as to how rational that just, that choice is.
0: Why in should it general,
2: matter? In general, I'm okay with people <laughs> having the freedom to be irrational, but there do come points where I, I think that it's okay for the government to restrict <laughs> irrational behavior. I mean, I think it's okay to to make it illegal to discharge a weapon randomly, even if the bullets fall safely. Um, I think it's okay, I'm not a drug warrior, but I, I understand the drug war. I understand prohibiting, prohibiting drugs. They can be so destructive, certain drugs can be so destructive that it's at least arguable and it's worth of a, worthy of a debate whether they should be prohibited. Now, I'm not saying that I, that I think it's a good policy choice, but um, a libertarian position would be drugs should just be legal. And I think that's just a difference between libertarians and conservatives.
0: I'm not talking about drugs. I'm talking about alcohol. He's opening a bar, not a uh, a weed store. But I'm just saying, why does the government get to say that his concern for being infected by COVID is irrational?
4: They've been putting their thumb on the scales for so long. The only solution is get them out of here. Like I say, we say the government just shouldn't exist, and then we can all really make our own decisions.
2: Well, and let me answer your question, Steve. If Mike is concerned about protecting himself from covid get a vaccine yourself he has a vaccine then he's then he's safe then that if he has a vaccine and the vaccine is effective then his argument that he's trying to protect himself is meritless because he's Um, already protected
0: that's based on how you look at the statistics but why doesn't he have a right to look at the statistics the way he wants to
2: as a general Uh, matter i'm i think liberty is a good thing and i i'm not saying that you don't have the right to be Irrational, but I think that there can be points where the government can intervene and prohibit certain irrational behavior. Okay,
0: so let's, let's, let's move to fluoride because I think it's a similar um, instance. There are people who believe sincerely that fluoride has led to things like autism, ADD, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The government may have the right to say for the overall life of the people and their health, we can fluoridate the water but does the government have a right to force you to drink it? No. Okay. But so the point I mean, is you don't lose your right to say, even if my fear is seemed by, deemed by most people to be not wholly rational, I still do not have to let this affect me personally.
4: I understand where you're going with this. And there's there's no good solution besides for abolishing the government. Because you're right. If Mike really is afraid, he should be able to require vaccine passports. Those of us who feel the other way should also be able to do what we want, but as long as the government yeah. exists, we can't- yeah, I that. think the Ed's to argument is okay. government.
0: I understand Ed's argument is because the government has put its finger on the scale and because the boundary between government and private is so weak that it's not a strong argument to say it's a private decision but you still have to contend with the fact that there are individuals among the 330 million people in this country who just wanna be able... I've always argued, if I open up a business, it should be no different than my home. If I want you in my home with a Liberty Block hat, that's fine, but if I don't want you in my home with a Liberty Block hat, that's fine. And the same for your color, creed, or, or anything else. So I, I just think it's it's complicated.
2: It is complicated, and I think, I think that... First of all, I, I I think that I've offered distinct arguments. Number one, I think I question the you know whether I think that business private businesses are mostly are private, but I think that there's there is a lot of government coercion that Elliot described very well, very nicely a few minutes ago. Um, but even separate and apart from whether you have a private or a private or public actor, even in the case of purely private action, like. Take what you just, exa- you know, the example you just gave, racial discrimination. There was a time when I was very, you know, pro-libertarian and and I thought, you know, the 1964 Civil Rights Act was wrong and, and you know, private businesses should, private people should be allowed to discriminate. And a part of me is still sympathetic to it, but I, I at least now can see the other side of the argument, that there can be some behavior that's so odious and so irrational that, it's okay for the citizens, for the people, to get together and say, you know what, this is just not something we're going to tolerate in our society. And insofar as there are fringe people that that dissent, tough luck. And, and, and I I'm okay say, with
1: that. What,
3: once you do that, you, you're, you're opening
2: a Pandora's box.
0: Yeah, it's it's late in the show to, to say, say that in German. Has has German and Go ahead, Jody.
1: I was just saying, like, I'm I'm worried about giving politicians and government the power to define rational and irrational. <laughs> let's be honest, it's not the voters who lead the politicians. It's the politicians who lead the voters. It should be the other way around, but that's where we are. So I worry about saying uh, my choices are based on what others decide is rational and irrational. Because right now, we've got a society where we're all heretics. We're all conspiracy theorists. We're white supremacists because somebody else outside of ourselves decided that on behalf of the whole.
4: In the declaration, it says the government was created for one reason, to protect, protect, protect. i got to say it a billion times, protect our natural rights to life, liberty, property, and the pursuit of happiness. Not to give us millions of dollars and food and college and coddle us and give us all the things that we have a right to and prevent all discrimination in the universe. Oh my god, discrimination is literally the most natural thing in the universe. Every decision is literally a synonym. A decision, a choice, is a synonym with discrimination. Every single day I discriminate against Dunkin' Donuts and on in favor of Starbucks. Everyone discriminates every goddamn day. I discriminate in the type of Women I date and the friends I have and the jobs I have and the things I choose and and the people I surround myself with. Everyone discriminates all the time. Like Mike said, once you open up the door and let the government decide, they say black and white, then men and women, then trans and non-trans. And they say, Ed, you have never dated a trans, have you? You're discriminated. You have to date a few trans people. And I'll just a few times with them and see yeah, what it happens. Labor law, minimum wage. I mean, yeah, yeah. Once you open the door, <laughs> no, okay, I'm not do but forget again. labor law We're right to now. We protect our natural rights, not run the, our the lives.
0: The indoctrination towards LGBTQ is so unbelievably strong. We don't have to go through all the instances. Right. And the politicians today who control the culture or the media who controls the culture are convinced that anyone, who doesn't think that a transsexual should run a race against a woman is irrational. So like Jody My said, somebody else is making that decision. We're in really big trouble once we allow the majority. And you know, I, I mentioned we were on a show earlier today and I was saying, I wouldn't have anything against government if I could opt out. So if the majority wants to decide that Mike has to let somebody in his bar that makes him fear for his health. I don't have a problem if Mike can opt out of the government and say, you know what, I won't use your roads, I won't use your schools, just leave me alone.
4: Yeah, you can totally live off grid, um, and he totally won't get killed like Randy Weaver. No,
0: you can't live off grid today, unfortunately. But once you say the majority of fifty-one percent can say you have to allow someone into your house you don't want, or something into your business, into your school, you know, let people use showers that you don't want your daughter sharing showers with. That's really very scary. If irrationality just takes like hold
4: slave of owners.
2: culture. Huh?
4: If you don't want a man showering with your five-year-old daughter, you are a bigot just like slave owners were bigots. The same thing. You're, you're the same thing.
2: But that will give, give you... Problems. What you say?
0: I say in today's culture, he is correct. In today's culture, you are an irrational bigot if you, if you do not believe the same thing i do agree. everyone
4: knows that this is where our culture is and yet conservatives libertarians besides for me say secession is crazy it is the least crazy thing how do you live in the same country as people who have polar opposite values but i mean hang we... on a
2: second though I mean, isn't it the libertarian position that if if the grown man wants to shower with the five-year-old girl that's not the government's none of the government's business no, I mean, no, I'm, no, no. I'm in favor of the government prohibiting that
0: that's definitely not the libertarian position. <laughs> the libertarian position is I have a right to exclude anybody from sharing with my child that I want to exclude. Yeah, it depends
4: if you're talking about a private business or a public school. In libertarian public schools shouldn't exist. If they do exist, then there should not be, you know, child sex abuse there. And I would consider that child sex abuse, you know, if a five year old Which by
0: the that. way, I mean, until a few years it's ago, most area. people would have considered it that way. So yeah, you could turn it on us and say the government is banning them from being in a bathroom. But we tend to look at it the opposite. Kind of a
4: voluntary society that would be considered a, a sex crime like all others. Um, any adult with a kid, especially um, with if, you know opposite gender or any you know eighteen year old boy with five year old girl in the shower, like we talk about. Okay, any, of course I can you know, attack the I don't libertarian. I think so, I
2: think I think that the the drift towards pedophilia is is being promoted on a on a voluntarist libertarian. Uh, belief system. I've
4: seen around <laughs> one in a million. There are a few who identify. I don't know what they are, but they identify as libertarian or voluntarist. And there are a few who seem to be who be um, mentally ill pedophiles. I've seen on Facebook. And some claim to be libertarian, some don't. But I wouldn't say it's overwhelmingly the position of the libertarian movement or the LP or voluntarists in general. Again, I know thousands of anarchists at this point. They're all as normal as you and, as you and me. They're all totally normal. They believe in consent. They understand minors are minors. They believe consent for adults at 18, maybe if you're working a normal job at 16 or 15, but they don't you know, mess around with minors or, or children or, or anything like that that I've seen. I I mean,
0: to get really into the thick of it if we wanted to, which I don't want to, but I think everybody agrees that at a certain age, you're not capable of consent, say a two-year-old, but yeah. I'm not 100% sure I agree with politicians in Washington deciding what the age of consent should be. As far as I know in France, it's still 16 or less and here it's 18 and some people would probably want to make it 50 for sex and five for voting and about six for abortions so who draws that line of 18 is more interesting to me but i don't think libertarians would ever yeah. say that there's something called age of consent and not age of consent well there was
4: a lot of drama on the libertarian movement the last few days with just um child labor right so right. i mean i wasn't to bring up
0: that issue that that's a, a different issue that I kind of want to discuss. But I'm just saying, I, I know what we've talked about before, the move from LGBTQ <laughs> towards pedophilia. But again, LGBTQ has no victim, pedophilia does. And I think that's where that
4: line is crossed. Well, I think they're going to jump the shark. They already are. I mean, by the way, the, the uh, drag queen story hour where they – a drag queen, very sexualized, speaks to kids as um, young as five, four, three, and two years old, toddlers in a library. Okay. It's in New Hampshire, I believe in Derry or Salem. So they're in New Hampshire and they're going to do some songs and dances, very sexualized dances, teaching three and four and five-year-old boys to dress like girls and dance sexually for adults, which I don't okay. think that's super cool. And again, I think most libertarians would agree that is not a very good thing. Um, okay, again, but uh, to Alu, Alu, here's okay. the question. Are we against the government
0: forcing that, so to speak, down our throat? or should we, should we be against the
2: government prohibiting that type of behavior?
4: If anything should be prohibited, if any crime should be prohibited, that's one of them.
2: Grooming- Not only do I think that that should be prohibited, but I the, the, the thing that I find amusing and interesting about that story is how long did we hear that homosexuality is something you're born with? And then they have to go and they're trying to persuade children to to try this lifestyle out. If you're born with it, you're born with it, and there shouldn't be any there shouldn't be any propagandizing it by these drag I queens. Well, call them have to have to the
4: We're encouraging Ed, them to let out their inner trans. I'm
0: going to have to cut you off. You are not allowed to ask that question.
3: Ed, Ed it, it's interesting you bring that up because I had gotten into this whole pride flag thing with some people online, and uh, you know, I said sexual preferences. And immediately I was corrected. It's sexual orientation. It's not a preference,
0: because nobody ever chooses. That question that that I can't let you ask, Ed, I think it wrecks their entire argument.
4: And it goes a step further. You are never allowed to ask that question. Who's paying for the library? Me. I am forced at gunpoint to pay for the library. That's hosting this event. That's literally right. grooving. And by to- the
0: way, do transsexuals, I believe, argue on the one hand, like Ed is saying, that they're born that way. And on the other hand, yes, they're trying to influence people to say that's more of a permitted lifestyle. So I think that's a pretty interesting argument. But anyway, okay, oh. I believe Ed had to absent himself for one moment. Mike, you want to make a comment? I
3: said, I said God forbid you call it an agenda too, because that that. That you're me immediately a bigot for that too,
0: right? Now I believe that most conservatives—I could be wrong—don't have a problem with LGBTQ as long as it doesn't affect you in any way. Go, you know, there's conservative gays all over the place, and I don't think anybody cares.
3: I, you know, I, I didn't want to get into this topic again because we touched on it a little bit last week, but you know it, it's problematic because i think you can't split out the person from the act and the behavior and and, and the reality is a lot of people hold values that still believe it's wrong uh, you know i mean <laughs> i don't know a religion in the world that doesn't think it it's not wrong
0: oh actually there are and okay. but yeah and okay and, but even in, the, even major in the Jewish... christianity
3: major religions i, I mean you could tell me which one's don't.
0: That's um, probably more that. probably more Christians than not. Except the gay lifestyle is normal today. But I know what the Old Testament says. By, by numbers, and by the way, more Jews by numbers accepted. But you know what the Old Testament right says.
3: says Look, I mean, I'm, I'm not out to be judgmental. I mean, I'm, I you know we all believe I'm in living the living we, not believe the life. Life. we believe in live and let live. But again, I, let's t- focus on the one issue of running the, the pride flag up a government flagpole. I I don't want that. You know, uh, that's
4: sectarianism. And they say, stay out of my bedroom and I won't shove it down your throat, don't shove it down my throat. And then they shove the flag down our throats. Yeah,
0: they're shoving it it down uh, our throats. Well, Well, right, right. Mike, Mike, that's what I'm saying. I don't think most conservatives have the problem until they start raising their flag all over the world and doing such stuff. Yeah, there's the flag
3: and then there's all the uh, woke corporations who have a rainbow this and a rainbow that. And yeah, I mean... (laughs)
0: Right, but I don't think our problem is so much with the lifestyle as with what's going on, forcing it. I don't, I don't care what
3: you do. I'm not here to condemn your soul. Uh, but you know, I also think that there's certain lines I'd rather not see cross.
4: Imagine if I would force all of my sexual preferences and habits um, on everyone else by putting up flagpoles <laughs> in government buildings for the things that I like to do in bed. It, yeah. It's not appropriate, especially if we're talking about doing it to five-year-olds. It, It's really disturbing.
0: Well, thank God we haven't won that.
3: It's okay if it's gay pride, but not Southern pride.
0: Now, I believe, because Southern pride is racist, I believe that, Elliot, you put up a picture of a flag in a major Boston hospital not to be named that was a transsexual flag.
4: Is that the trans flag, or is that like the the pedophilia flag? I don't even know anymore. I think it's the trans flag, like pink and light blue, black, brown. I'm pretty sure it's trans, yeah.
0: Hanging in one of the most prestigious hospitals in the country.
4: Yeah, 100%. It's been there for over a year. Um, and, and again, this is every hospital. By the way, in most hospitals in Boston, every doctor and nurse has either a BLM or a um, a rainbow pin. Some have both. But they all have BLM or a rainbow pin on their scrubs. It's almost like a rule. It probably is a rule. Again, is it private? Nothing's private. It's all fascist. So I I have, would, I would... Okay. I have a scientific question. Yeah.
0: If you're wearing a
4: BLM ribbon
0: and black absorbs all colors, why
4: do you need a rainbow pin? there are a lot of good questions why do they have to treat black people better and white people worse and announce it all these boston hospitals that are prestigious yeah Yeah. make up for the loss all right kill off whites just say it just be proud and say you want to kill off some whites to level the playing field well that's exactly what the
0: Yale psychiatrist said isn't it
4: again yeah yeah you know brigham said it and the cdc said it so they're taking direction from the cdc when they they then the commission one of the experts said let's give vaccines to you know more black people and less white people to level the playing field Literally, just say you want host- you want genocide. They want level the playing field. Come and try to kill me. See what happens. You know, come to my house and try to kill off some whites. Uh, you know, they're getting more and more bold. They haven't said the word genocide, but they're getting really close. A lot of CDC experts, I mean, know it's a fascist world, so the government controls the hospitals because all they have to do is hit you with a CMS fine, reimbursement rates, and JCO, and OSHA, and all FDA, all these regulations, and they can audit you. What if... Um, OSHA or FDA did an audit, or the DEA did an audit on a hospital, that would give them hell. And they might say, wink, wink, if you all endorse transgenderism and anti-white policies, maybe we'll be less likely to audit you with DEA with your narcs, right? This is how we have a fascist government. And I can give you a billion examples, literally probably billions, of how the government can give tax breaks and tax credits and funds and grants. You guys understand grant writing, right? You write grants and you apply and you get them you're more likely to get a grant if you're a pro-BLM hospital, right? It's so fascist. This okay, discussion. so, really so in
0: that argument, you're getting back to where we were a half an hour ago, all the is there is no private market. And for the most part, for sure in bigger businesses, there is no private market and definitely not in healthcare. All you need to do I is study CMS
4: and grants. Just those two alone and you'll see there's no private anything right.
0: in the world. Well, in healthcare, forget about it. Certificate of need, forget about it, you know. And yeah. that's totally right. And you're right that there's a lot of winking that goes on. If you wear these pins, we will not bother you the same way on an audit.
4: You saw the IRS was more likely to audit organizations or 501c3s that supported freedom, right? Under Obama, and they admitted it, right? We all know this is going on, it's fascist. It's like.
0: Well, right. wow. Ed, you still in our conversation?
2: Uh, I had to step away from. I know, it, I know, I know. I a lot. I just I said that. the
0: government sucks. <laughs> the gen- <laughs> well, the, the general gist of imposing lifestyles on people, which we sort of uh, veered into. So,
1: good discussion, though, guys.
0: But we also, and and obviously, your question about is something inborn or a choice. I, I, I think, in the transsexual world it's even a harder question than in the gay world and you're not allowed to ask that question if it's inborn why do you have to read these stories to little kids yeah
4: tell me somebody who would answer that question they would answer it they would say we're not coercing we're encouraging them to be themselves actually well
2: let me let me respond elliot there's a whole industry of Uh, conversion therapy for gays where you're not forcing them to to go back to straight. You're just trying to convince them to go back to straight. But they go apoplectic when you suggest any kind of uh, conversion therapy for homosexuals. So, By the way,
0: that, that issue is such a tough issue how that passes the free speech test to ban a type of therapy which is purely consensual well, they you make know, it
4: sound like torture, don't they? They say it's like electrocution.
0: And there may have been some types of conversion therapy that did have some really harsh methods, but you know what? Um, those of us who are very familiar with the addiction treatment world, letting somebody hit bottom is also a form of torture. And ECT is still done, right? When ECT is still- done, my understanding, with far less problems, it's done under anesthesia, et cetera, et cetera. But, but okay, uh, yeah, we're going way off the reservation <laughs>
4: Jody just derailed the whole show as you said DeSantis was so hot.
0: I, are you going to blame it on Jody? I'm not but, wrong,
1: fellas. I'm not wrong.
0: Well, uh, I think banning conversion therapy is, is about as bad a violation as free speech and free association as you can get. Everybody caught, I think we had mentioned it a few weeks ago, I think 60 Minutes So one of those shows did a show with 60 transsexuals who regretted it or
1: something. Yeah,
0: knows? 60 I minutes. know
1: that. That's the story I know about. Yeah. CBS? It's real. The struggle was, is real.
0: Was it CBS? No way. It
4: was, it was 60 it minutes. They wouldn't do that. Yep. They did it. And it's, it's actually did it. shocking that they did it. Yep. You can't talk about anyone who aggress it. You can't talk about it. You get thrown off Amazon. No.
1: No. They have affirmative therapy. You have to affirm what that person believes and you can't question it.
0: Right. And getting back to age, even if they're five years old, which is another whole yeah. thing.
1: all right i'm going to give
0: everybody a few minutes to uh add whatever they didn't get to add and we'll bring this awesome conversation to a close mike you're smiling go ahead
3: i don't really have anything to add i do think having women in swimwear is a good enhancement for the show so i i think it
1: is (laughs) we think it's a nice added touch that's my niece
3: and you know all, all the talk about you know pride month and everything LGBTQ+. plus. Uh, as long as I keep appearing on the show, maybe we should go to EJS+. plus.
0: All right. what EJS month? No, because Canada said a month is not enough and it has to be a season.
3: Just add the plus sign. That's all. That's all I'm saying.
0: Okay. Um, now that you made that horrible comment, if anybody dressed otherwise wants to make a closing
4: comment, we'll invite them as well.
1: What's wrong with the people in the bikinis? (laughs) Are you guys anti bikini? No, No,
2: Mike. Mike and I support it. Definitely not, Jody. We all support it. I wasn't going to mention it because my dad said to behave. But But you guys
1: realize we're in the month of or the the season of boating. So I could be, you know, boating every Wednesday. Is all I'm saying.
2: You know. By the
0: way, uh, on a serious note. Wasn't such dress considered immoral, almost illegal, 60, 70 years ago in this
1: country? Yeah, maybe. Look, I'm happy to make a second appearance the weekend of the 4th of July. Oh, that should be fun. <laughs> Dressed in the same bathing suit.
0: All mine, but, but going back to what we were talking about, I believe that there are majorities for sure in other societies who make it illegal. And I think in certain Muslim societies, you could probably be sentenced to stoning or death for dressing that way. And again, do we want a majority being able to vote that? No. On the minority. No. Well, no. some Definitely of them. not.
2: Oh, definitely. Of not. Definitely not for these two ladies for sure.
1: It goes back to DeSantis though. I don't care if he says He's hot. Well, we got to say DeSantis is hot. Yeah. So I don't care what's in his brain it's, it it's all nice works out for both genders right oh i'm sorry am i allowed to say both genders no you're oh, not exactly. right. so all 47 <laughs> genders and you do
0: know that i can send this whole show to desantis's office, <laughs> you know office? <laughs> you know
1: office? <laughs> It'd be great I'm DeSantis him, he's probably
0: watching he's he's right. already
4: yeah
0: ed can yeah. you please bring but, us back to uh sanity oh
2: well the thing that i wanted to get to that we didn't seem to have time for was I'm starting to see seams in the democratic party. It seems like things are coming apart for them. Uh, you know, mansion and cinema emphatically said that they're not going to go against the filibuster and that they're not going to support HR one or S one, um, which is the, the overhaul of voting rights in the country. Um, you know, Kamala Harris is being pilloried for her cackle, uh, and for for not taking the border crisis seriously and not giving a serious answer to any of the questions that are being asked of her um the Hunter Biden story that we talked about um even if Biden himself is not being questioned about it yet it's only a matter of time before that seeps up to him um i i just you know i don't think the democrat party is on the at the point of imploding but I just see signs that things aren't going the way they expected it and, and want it. And um, we just have to keep the pressure on. And, you know, the big one is, is, is the HR one S one voting rights overhaul. And, you know, if they get that one, then, then it's game over because then they're going to be fixing the voting yeah. so that they win every election going forward. But as long as, as mansion and cinema hold the line on that, I think that we can, I think we can still win. And I think that it's just about putting on the pressure and and continuing to fight.
0: Is anybody surprised that they're holding the line so tightly?
1: I'm I'm, I'm not certain that they will. Maybe it's a ruse. You know, maybe it's, I'm going to say that I'm going to do this and then buckle at the last minute to sort of appease both sides.
0: They've held on for quite a while. That's why I'm surprised.
1: But last minute.
2: (coughs) Bless you. I don't think that, I'm surprised that they held. I thought that they were going to fold. Um, but um, I think that Manchin in particular has said some things. Actually, both of them have said some things that it will be really hard for them to take back if they were to change their position. Okay, good. Um,
0: so I'm going to correct you on something, Ed. Uh, I'm the self-acclaimed expert on Israeli politics. And some of you may be following, there probably will be a new government in Israel as of Sunday, bringing the reign of Netanyahu, his prime minister, to an end after only 348 years. And the gentleman who will probably be prime minister is on YouTube and in writing as saying so many times that he will never, ever, never, ever, never, ever, under any circumstance, no matter what, there is nothing in the entire world that will... I'm not making this up. These are literally his words. There is no way in the world that I will ever join with these people. I would never do it. You know I'm a person is. And he did it. So as much as I want to say a politician has boxed himself in so tight, this politician, Naftali Bennett, who probably will be prime minister as of Sunday night, who I used to have a lot of respect for, to the very, very end has come out publicly in writing swearing over and over and over what he would never do, and then did it. Now, obviously, his uh, political capital has gone down to nil, and if there's ever another election, I don't expect him to get more than his wife's vote. But having said that, I don't think that Manchin is going to change his mind, and I am surprised. And I don't know if it's principles... Right, that's a good... That's a. That's an optimistic note to close
1: on, isn't it?
4: Oh, just wait till I have my closing argument. Okay. Oh, geez. Make a closing argument. Oh, geez. I want to remind everyone that not only are our taxes, the four trillion we pay annually or are forced to pay by extortion. Not only are they squandered and thrown in the garbage and wasted with fraud and abuse, they are being used in the most horrific and damaging ways to violate our liberties and kill people. Remember, our taxes is what actually funded ISIS. Now not they weren't thrown in the garbage, our taxes. ISIS didn't come about on their own. You, all of us five, all of us, and even the other one in the bikini there, it, paid uh, the taxes to create ISIS and gave them guns. Similarly, with the Wuhan lab, we paid taxes to the NIH who gave it to someone else who gave it to the lab in Wuhan to study gated function of research and or an actual bioweapon and either on purpose or by mistake released it and killed millions and also destroyed the world economy and destroyed liberty in a quicker catalyst of destroying liberty than we've ever had in a period of a year in history of existence, I think and you and I paid for it. So when someone says we need to pay taxes because they're used for roads and wasted a bit of money, you know, politicians waste some money, but they're used for good things like roads and, and military. No, they're used for the most evil purposes. They extort money from us and they use that money to abuse us and kill us. So just remember that next time you pay taxes.
0: Luckily, very few people pay taxes. Remember that most, of, <laughs> most people other than me, you're laughing, Jody. most people no. other than me wait until February or March when the government in its benevolence sends them a check, yeah. Yeah, okay? Perfect. I'm one of the very few who never gets a refund. And I do it on purpose because, you know, what was one of the problems, Milton Friedman's probably biggest mistake ever, if not only mistake, was backing tax withholding. Were it not for tax withholding, this country never would have survived the way it did. If anybody- No, keep that to yeah, too. I'm sorry?
1: He backed he did UBI. He backed UBI.
0: Right. I did not know that. Well, but if you called it a negative income tax, it was essentially UBI, yeah. If everybody had to write a check weekly or biweekly when they get their paycheck, had to sit down and write a check to the IRS, we never would have been in the position we're in today because people wouldn't put up with it. But most people believe that the government is sending me a check in February or March and they're so good. and very hard to convince people otherwise. And
4: I got to say a lot of libertarians and voluntarists and anarchists really don't pay taxes or don't like paying taxes and they try to pay as little as possible or, or not at all. They dodge taxes. Wait, are you many, accusing
0: Amazon and GE and
4: all these other companies of being libertarians? Well, not taxes. that's another thing, but a lot of my friends don't like paying taxes and they say they don't like giving money to criminals. They don't want to empower criminals who kill and abuse people. And it makes a lot of sense. Why would I give money to criminals who use the money to abuse and kill people and violate them? By funding Wuhan lab, gain of function research, by funding ISIS, why would I give money to ISIS? So I'm gonna give as little money as possible to the US government, not just because I'm a selfish capitalist, but also because I don't want to give money to the worst, most evil sociopathic criminals in human history.
0: Well, I don't want to go into the Hyde Amendment. We'll leave that for another time. It's one more reason not to pay taxes. There we go. Next week is one full year of the show, which we are very excited about. We have not yet decided how to celebrate, but if someone wants to invite us on their boat to celebrate, we will all consider. Okay, we'll we Africa.
1: can zoom all. We can all zoom in. Jody won't be here, but um, yeah. Is there a weight capacity for for sure. to the boat?
4: What's that? Is there a, a weight limit to the boat?
1: No, it'll just be me and you guys can be zoom.
2: So unless you, you
1: want to fly to Georgia, fly to Georgia. We'll have a great time.
2: <laughs> I'm only a couple hours drive.
1: Oh, there you really? Go. Okay.
2: I'm in North Carolina.
1: Oh, you're not far. I'm in Macon.
0: All right. I'll see Anytime you all. in. you guys want to come. And by the way, I can, drive, I can drive 15 hours straight. No problem whatsoever.
1: Ed, you can bring like your coaster with you. To our flight. Two and a half hours. It wasn't bad.
0: Wait a minute. Ed has a coaster? He does. Yeah. Can we put Liberty Block logo on it?
1: <laughs> I could. Yes. Let's do it idea
0: all right that'll definitely destroy her budding business with that (laughs) we're going to come to a close mercifully and we invite everybody everybody back next week same time same channel some of you are too young to even know what that represents i'm sure and um we'll be up as a podcast hopefully within about an hour thank you very much